0: All right, hey everyone! I am so ready to do this podcast. Uh, oh yeah, by the way, Vegas Fever podcast. Jason and Paula with you. Hello. So very, um, amped up mm-hmm. for this one because, yes, very yes, absolutely apparent. Last time we talked, Vegas was going into a game seven against Minnesota, and they ended up winning that game. Yep. Great, fantastic, awesome. Uh, being able to advance to the next round to take on a Colorado Avalanche team who has had a, a week off, and coming into Game 1, Vegas has been very, very busy. Uh, a grueling seven-game series against Minnesota, now flying into Denver, here we go. And the Avalanche basically kicked the Golden Knights' teeth in. Hmm. And that's just putting it lightly, a 7-1 to one. is an ass whooping. It's embarrassing. And there's a lot of stuff that kind of plays into this on how and why this happened. And I'm in the minority in this opinion. Peter DeBoer and his pathetic decision-making. I'm in the minority here. Marc-Andre Fleury should have started that game last night. And my reasoning for this is because look, it's cute to go with the tandem back and forth back and forth so switching goaltenders all season long. That that's great. Mm-hmm. However, Marc-André Fleury started all 7 games against Minnesota. I don't want to hear any, pardon my French, bullshit that this man is tired. I don't want to hear that because if you look at Marc Andre Fleury sitting at the end of the bench last night, well,
1: I'm sure he, was tired. he
0: was not happy looking. No, and I, he was not he was not tired. That's garbage. This man, thirty-six years old and all, could have played a whole hell of a lot better. He would not have let in at least five okay, if you want to go four oh, of those oh. goals, five four or five of those goals would not have went in. If Marc-Andre Fleury was in that net, Leonard was too soft. Leonard was not prepared. Leonard was rusty. He hadn't played in three weeks.
2: I agree with that.
0: So if you're looking at a 2-1 deficit or even a 3-1 deficit in the third period, your team is going to be much more engaged. Now, the Knights were tired coming in from the Minnesota series to this series. Yes. They were never in the game. They were never in the game because Leonard couldn't put his paw on a puck. All night. Now, he made some good saves. Maybe it would have been 10-1. to This still bothers me, the decision that Pete DeBoer made to go with Robin Leonard. And usually... I
1: told you he was going to. You didn't believe me, so...
0: And I didn't want to believe you. And usually a decision like this from a coach doesn't, like, bother me a day later. But it still bothers me because I think he threw away the game. And the second he decided to go with Pete, you know, with, um, sorry... The second that Pete DeBoer decided to go with Robin Leonard, he threw that game away. And there's no games you throw away in the playoffs. Because if you go down 2 nothing, guess what? You threw a game away, uh, and now uh-huh. you're down 2 nothing. I'm so very irritated with Marc-Andre Fleury. Not being a net. And I have been a big Robin Leonard guy, mm-hmm. okay? I, I like Robin Leonard. I like Marc-Andre Fleury. And I'm old school, I guess. You pick a guy and you go with him in the playoffs. That's that's what Pete DeBoer basically did last year. Marc-Andre Fleury played a few games.
2: Barely. But, what, in the beginning?
0: Actually, I was looking back at the, at the stats for last year in the bubble, and Mark it says that Marc-Andre Fleury played four games. Do you remember Marc-Andre Fleury playing four, four games out of 20 for Vegas? I don't remember that because it must I mean, have been it must have been in that in that round where they had to qualify to win the mm-hmm. west. I think Marc-Andre Fleury played a couple of those, if not all of those. I'm am re- really not remembering because Vegas played the f- those three games actually. Yeah, there were three games, then they had a five-game series, Let's... then a seven, then a six. So
1: talk about the present.
0: I'm just saying, I don't remember him playing that many games. And I don't think, look, my my point is, is that Pete DeBoer made his decision last year. And he made his decision this year, seemingly. To go away from that, no matter how tired a guy is, it's completely I think he. Asinine. Robert
1: Leonard's his guy and he wanted him to play. I think Flurry played the first round because the fans wanted him to. And maybe he felt he was owed that. I don't know.
0: Marc-Andre Fleury is not owed anything. Marc-Andre Fleury is a Hall of Famer. He's, he he's deservant. This is not owing. This is deserving.
1: Well, then why are they in the situation they're in then? You
2: Pete DeBoer. No
0: Pete DeBoer made a bad decision. That's why they're in the situation they're in. That's and, and, and this link also links up to the fact that we just got word that Ryan Reeves is only going to be suspended two games. And I guess that's a, like a miracle because... Based off of what he did, I would have thought it would have been more.
1: Yeah, last night you said, oh, he's not going to come back all playoffs or whatever it is you said.
0: I didn't think we'd see him again because (laughs) he just, first off, he kind of, he cross-checked the goaltender, first off. Then he decided that he was going to pull out the guy's hair that nailed Yanmark. who that guy who nailed Yanmark? Is not going to get a hearing, and nothing's going to happen to him. And he probably knocked Yanmark out for the season. Uh, that's really? that's concussion protocol looking. I don't know what's going to happen. Pete DeBoer mm-hmm. said that Yanmark. Uh, there's no update. He was waiting for an update from the medical staff. That looks concussion like. It looks like he's going to be out a little bit.
2: Wow.
0: Nothing happened to that guy. Graves was his last name. So Reeves and Gra- Reeves and Carey were going after these guys. You know, physically all night after that. They were kind of looking. To amp up the physical play they to were, kind of set the tone.
2: They were
1: frustrated about how the whole night was going. I think that was a big part of it as well.
0: And Reeves was driving hard to the net. He ended up by the goaltender. He put his stick on the goaltender's neck, uh, back of the head-ish. And Colorado players didn't like that. And he and Reeves ended up in front of Graves. And that's when this all occurred. A fistful of hair and uh, a knee a to the back of the head there. So then all hell breaks loose i think um there was basically reeves got 9 minutes of penalty minutes and he was thrown out of the game mm-hmm. which anytime that happens the player of department you know department of player safety has to rule before you can come back because you were ejected you're not let back in until they figure that out two games i'm okay with that i think that ryan reeves is not really he's he's turning into a player that vegas doesn't need anymore i you know again uh, it's great that he's physical but he takes him and the team sometimes out of games and plays
1: i think he needs to be reined in for yeah sure, but i do think vegas needs him because when they added him they became more physical and instead of getting run over a lot
0: now Keegan Kolsar will probably be inserted into the lineup for Reeves. Um, either Reeves or Yanmark because now you're down two guys, and I think Dylan Sakura from Henderson was recalled, which Henderson's season came to an end. Um, in the playoffs, they had a terrific year, um, but so you're probably going to be things are going to look a little different as long as Mark Andre Fleury's in that, I'm fine with whatever the whatever the you know the forwards and defense look like. I have a I have an issue with Pete Deboer's decision to play Leonard because it comes full circle. So your guys are down big in the third period, and now they're frustrated because the game's not close. So if you have flurry in the game, I feel the game is closer. The game is closer and your maybe. team is not maybe, but let's say it is. Let's say for the fact that a guy got suspended for two games, let's say that it is closer, maybe three one, okay? Is Ryan Reeves physical? Is Will Carey physical? Is the whole team a little bit pissy? Sure, they're pissy because Matthias Yanmark took a hit that didn't look very nice. Didn't look very good. Borderline dirty, okay? But are you trying to get a goal more than you're trying to hurt someone? Yes.
1: Well, these are all what ifs, what ifs, what ifs. The truth of the matter is he wasn't in net. Leonard was the goalie, and mm-hmm. they lost miserably. Yes, so going round and round. was... No, but you lose Reeves. But
0: you lose Reeves pre- maybe unnecessarily.
1: That was Reeves' decision. This Reeves is not is the a, first time, and it's not going to be the last. He's a
0: physical player. It, it, it won't be. It isn't the first time. He's, in the, he's not. He's not a Tom Wilson type of defender, you know. Or sorry, a Tom Wilson offender mm-hmm. when it comes to player of department safety hearings because Tom Wilson has a file that very thick. When it comes to hearings with with those types of committees. Mm-hmm. Reeves is Peter DeBoer called him one of the most physical yet you know, he follows the rules for the most part. He's physical. He doesn't he doesn't commit many offenses. he mm-hmm. commits penalties during the game and that's different. Mm-hmm. But he's not a dirty player. Right. And, but if but you but if you poll night, everybody in the state of colorado you would you would say that people would say he's a dirty player what he did what he was, a, was unnecessary but he, he was frustrated. frustrated right
1: i understand that but you know what sometimes you got to play smarter not harder. their coach
0: put them in a bad position and i will not i will I not back up no from lot, that I from I that opinion in
1: the last podcast he's gonna play uh leonard and you told me no that's not the way it works the
0: angle that he took on that let's play robin because mark andre needs a Break.
1: Did he say that, or are no, assuming? I
0: assume that Leonard was going to go the whole series because if you look at Vegas, if you like read some of the Vegas media stuff, people that follow the team media wise, they all thought it was going to be Leonard the whole series. After last night, tune changed immediately because it can't be Leonard because.
1: I think it's he gonna
0: be Leonard Wednesday night. No, I, I, I don't think so. and, I and disagree. And, and I'd love, I'd love to get some type of feedback. I'd love to maybe even do a poll. That would be like really great. I think it's Flurry. It has to be Flurry. No. I made a comment on Twitter that if it's not Flurry, Pete DeBoer should be fired, and that's fine with me. But if you he know, is. you're a hypocrite. Things change this Let's, year. Let me
1: finish my sentence. You're a hypocrite because when Flurry lost a couple games in the previous round, I said, Do you think he's going to put Leonard in? And you said, No, you don't do that. That'll kill the confidence of goalie. Now you're asking for the same thing to be done to Leonard that you did not want done to Flurry. No, no,
0: no. Leonard was a piece that B- Pete DeBoer used to rest Flurry. No, no, no. Th-
1: did he say that? Again, no, you're that, assuming. No, 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 that's... So stop that, talking no, at that. No, no,
0: no, that's my opinion. That's what no, should happen. Assuming. That's what I want to happen. That's what I want to but happen.
1: Again, I'll broach this to you, is you said when, when Flurry lost those couple games to, in the previous round, I said, do you think he's going to bring in Leonard? You're like, no, he's going to, that wouldn't be fair. He, he needs to stick with Flurry, Right. But now you're asking because Leonard lost a game for him to bring in Flurry. You're ask you want the same thing done that you did not want done to Flurry. I
0: want them to win. Would you be okay with Robin Leonard playing potentially seven games? Right now, it's not going to go seven if you put in Robin Flurry to play. but Uh,
1: you're not being fair.
0: I'm not being fair. This is not fair. This is the Stanley Cup playoffs.
1: for pete Deboer to pull flurry mark
0: andre flurry is the starter mark andre flurry oh has earned that this year he is the starter he has earned that he's having the best year of his career and he's won three stanley cups not in las vegas he's having the best year of his career leonard was used in my opinion and what should be as a rest point for flurry now we go back because Flurry should have started game one. That's exactly my point. Flurry should have started game one. But if you're going to give Flurry a break, I guess that was the time for it. However, I didn't think that was the right thing to do. I
1: think you were wrong, and I think you're a hypocrite.
0: I'm not a hypocrite.
1: Okay.
0: I'm old-fashioned. You pick a guy, and you go with him. Last year, Pete DeBoer picked Robin Leonard, and he went with him. And I was okay with that. Why? Because he picked him. He picked one guy. Based off of play from before, from before play stopped, and then they had to come back, then they had to practice, and I had to get ready for a bubble situation. It was not ideal. He picked Robin Leonard. They had just picked him up via trade. He thought it was the best option. Okay, fast forward one year. Robin Leonard's not the best option. Marc Andre Fleury is. That's why old fashioned me comes along and says, You don't.
1: What switch if, okay, but my, if you okay. do it's
0: for one game that's all
1: what if flurry had that game last night would you be wanting them to bring in Leonard? no
0: mark andre flurry is your goaltender okay,
1: well, absolutely
0: then. not i have never once this postseason said go with Leonard, and that is because i like one goaltender for the playoffs that's what i like
1: but just you know a week ago you were saying that you thought the back and forth worked well for them. during the season but now it doesn't playoffs
0: are different okay, you well, do not you do not do that in the playoffs my position is clear. my position is very 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 easy easy and clear. During the season, especially when you have f- how many games 56 games in 100 and something days, okay, here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna do one, the rotation. I am I was a I will get rotation tattooed on my ass with their pictures. I am fine with that, however, as soon as round one game one of the playoffs happen, You cut the shit, dude. You pick one. And he did. And I was fine with that. I'm good with that. What he did last night, potentially, could have effects on this team, their season ending, and beyond.
1: Well, that means you have It could affect his job.
0: I have faith in this team, I think. If you want to know my opinion, truly... About what's going to happen I think Marc-Andre Fleury waltzes into Denver, Colorado Ball Arena And I think he steals the show And evens this series With some help from the people in front of him Then we get back to Vegas And then we can They need to win One game in Colorado Essentially And all the games in Vegas Or They can win two games in Colorado And two games in Vegas However you want to look at it They need one game here in Denver And I believe It will be tomorrow Or Wednesday, I should say. Mm I
1: don't know,
0: we'll see. I I mean you have to have it. Going back to Vegas down two nothing is not like ideal, not the end of the world, not ideal, but it's just something that I think you don't just you don't just throw good opportunities away. And last night was an embarrassment.
2: Yeah. It was a game I
0: haven't seen. The Golden Knights lose that badly, and it happened in the playoffs on national TV. It's kind of rough, but
2: they
1: didn't seem like they belong there.
0: They looked lost, and they looked like they did not belong. That's I know, and they do belong there.
1: They do, absolutely.
0: I mean, a hard fought series uh, ending at the you know at T Mobile Arena, the first game seven uh, at T Mobile, and the Knights were finally able to close out a se- close out the series yeah. after throwing away a three one deficit you know a three one series lead I should say three years in a row that's rough look we all know they're tired and I mean I, we're just gonna have to see what happens uh, I I really am interested to see who they go with in goal you know mm-hmm. who's who's in the lineup um, wanted to touch on. Uh, a UNLV note that happened this past week. It looks like Bryce Hamilton is returning, which is an amazing um, re-recruiting job, I guess I'll call it, by Kevin Krueger, just to get this guy to, to come back. He was getting offers from, uh, I heard, Kentucky and North Carolina and other programs. It was probably about playing time for Bryce because he wants to play, and that's understandable. So... UNLV is going to have their leading scorer back just about 18 points per game last year. And that's that's huge because he, there's only a couple guys from last year's team. And, you know, Kevin and staff have have really recruited well to fill in, you know, spots uh, that have been voided by the, you know, by the old Rebels who moved out. Um, but that that's his biggest win. And they still have one scholarship remaining. Uh, we'll see what, you know, they do about that. Uh, a lot of the players are starting to arrive. Uh, on campus uh, around around June 1st is usually the time when a lot of players uh, come on site and, you know, move from wherever they are to Las Vegas. And it's really, you know, everybody's excited. Um, kind of can't wait for November to, you know, come around because, you know, Kevin is, in, is juicing the excitement back into this program that hasn't been seen since he left. Uh, as a player, I should say, and it's 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 really really good to see um, the you know the Thomas and Mack being full, you know, at eighteen thousand strong is hasn't been seen for a while, but is definitely needed. And you know, things are different now with the Raiders and the Golden Knights. It's a lot to compete with, and those teams are playing. At the same time as basketball, basketball, football, and hockey all run into each other. And
1: right, but, you know, college basketball is cheapest.
0: It is. And it is. people are
1: definitely, I'm sure, it wanting is. to get out.
0: Yep. And if UNLV were smart, they would put together a really good, you know, fan, family of four. Um, you know, they would have, you know, different games with uh, incentive nights, you know. Mm-hmm. I remember you used to bring a canned item or a stuffed animal. This was, you know, Lon Kruger days and before, you know, used to, you get a free balcony seat, you know, if you brought something for Toys for Tots or canned food drive. And they haven't done that since. And stuff like that is, you know, would be really good to get butts in seats because that's what you need. You know, you put a good product on the floor, the ice, whatever sport you're talking about. You put a good product there, people will come back. Mm Mm-hmm. But, you know, if the product has been lackluster and not great, so, you know, you're not really going to get anything out of that. Um, That was the only note on UNLV basketball this
2: week.
0: (laughs) Wanted to touch on something else um, as well. There was a interview... Um, That was given by the uh, Oakland A's president to the Las Vegas Review-Journal. And we all know, you know, we remember talking about, you know, last week or the week before whatnot. The A's and their ownership were in Las Vegas touring and looking around. They sat down with the RJ and gave an interview. First question was, it has been reported the... A's will visit Portland to discuss a relocation possibility there. Are the A's planning a trip there, or any other cities? The president of the Oakland Athletics says, I want to be very clear. Las Vegas is the only city we're focusing on at this point, that we're actively making trips to. Now, that that could mean that they're making trips, but nobody knows about them. So Vegas is the only place they're actively going to. Now, what about the Las Vegas ballpark? The RJ asks, could um it be brought up to major league specifications so that they can use that ballpark while the other ballpark is being built? And it's definitely something that they would look into. Uh, it doesn't seem like it's the easiest thing to do, but you have the infrastructure around it. Interesting, interesting point there. You have the infrastructure around it. They toured that area. There's land out there. Mm-hmm. It's close to the offices of their minor league affiliate, and they could build offices there. So it's scaled for crowds about 10,000 for the Las Vegas ballpark. Interesting, interesting stuff. I think that, you know, as much as the A's want to be in the resort corridor, like the Raiders and the Knights, okay. I think that they also don't. Because they could have their own space in either Henderson or Summerlin. Um, so definitely the A's. There are, you know, it, it was asked, could they play there? There are situations where it could work. You know, they would only need to do it for a couple of years. It wouldn't be a big deal. Um, what about the old bar, ballpark at Cashman Field? Ugh. Is that a vi- viable site? The president of the Oakland Athletics goes back in time here a little bit and says that uh, we played six games there in 1996 when the Coliseum was being renovated. He also said, quoted their record there, two and four. So what he's saying is is that there is history there in some kind of way. So we're going to learn more about that site and see what's possible. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Also, he thinks it's important to keep flexibility. And one thing he will say about Mm -hmm. Vegas is there are a lot of sites he looked at for Oakland and even when they came uh, to look at Las Vegas. So between the lines there, looking like, mm, th- th- that site's dumpy. We don't really like that. You can keep that. We we have our own sites in mind. <laughs> you know, and if the A's built a ballpark, you know, in, La- in Las Vegas, what would make it special? Um, they're basically looking for they want to make sure that they have a you know a retractable roof mm-hmm. for the heat in the summer yeah. and they're not really worried about it being like terribly huge so ballparks are getting like smaller they were getting fatter and now they're getting smaller so like something like 40,000 would be perfect um something that's something else they talk about is the size and kind of the you know community around the ballpark Making sure that it's, it you know it fits their needs. Sorry. You know, I know that you don't really care about this, but I no, think that, I think that this is really really. I think that this is really. I think it's really I like interesting. The would have been great. I think it's really interesting. You know, <laughs> the biggest piece of this article, and then we'll 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 move on. Okay, is that if Clark County in the state of Nevada is not going to give them money like the Raiders did they would be looking for a partnership
2: mm-hmm. through
0: investors there is no shortage of investors in major league sports right. that so want if Vegas if to county succeed
1: smart, they would just let them do that, I they think don't that have the money to give
0: ba- basically looking at the gist of this article the county is not going to give them money right I mean they they did that and they're not going to they didn't not everybody was on board the first time
2: right
0: that's not going to happen so, basically, hey, Oakland A's, go find your own investors. And that's what they're going to do.
1: Because now Vegas has proven to be a sports town. We don't need to bend over backwards. Correct. So either you want to come here. Correct. Or go somewhere
0: Either else. you want to find your own way to get here because the crap hole or you play else in. Or someone will
1: eventually come here. I mean, it's exactly. not like.
0: Henderson had conversations with the Diamondbacks, Arizona, uh, to come. And, you know, Arizona was looking for a new, you know, new type of deal with their ballpark. And I think that got all wrapped up and they're, you know, the Diamondbacks are good now. But they talked to Henderson.
2: Right.
0: And Henderson Mayor, Mayor Deborah March. So there you go. I find it interesting because yes. I think in, I think in the end, you know, there's a very good chance this happens. You know, and it feels time. You know what I mean? We like to have a decent show. We like to talk about the Knights right. and the, you know, and the Rebels, whenever they do anything positive, mm-hmm. which is, you know, which a Bryce Hamilton coming back is great.
1: Season will be starting sooner than you think.
0: It will be. And
1: it's already almost June.
0: Goodness, goodness. Almost, it's going to be June 1st tomorrow. Can't believe it. Hope everybody had a wonderful Memorial Day. Um, it's great to reflect on, you know, friends and family who served our country. I know, you know my grandfather did and you know so many other people um on behalf of our show thank you for your service Mm -hmm. it's um something that can never be repaid but very much appreciated and that just about does it for us so follow me at vegas fever pod follow paula at the golden wife and subscribe listen comment
1: and G- tell us your thoughts if you think Leonard's going to play on Wednesday or Flurry. I'm curious to know what others think.
0: I think I'm going to do a poll. Okay. That's what we'll do. Um, So, from our closet slash studio, signing off. Everybody have a, a good week. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.